Well, here tonight we are celebrating and we're giving thanks for the greatest gift of all, God's gift of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. But really, how do we even begin to get our heads around all that that gift involves? The greatness of Jesus, everything that we receive through God's Son, the American writer and pastor Jared Wilson has tried to describe it like this. He says that when it comes to thinking about Jesus and all that is found in Him, if we can imagine an Advent calendar at home, but instead of it being just for one season, it's an Advent calendar that we open up every single day. And instead of opening it up and finding a celebration or a hero, or a bit of chocolate that costs just a penny. We find something like a diamond ring and something of great value every single day without end. And one of the greatest gifts that is bundled up in the ultimate gift of Jesus is the gift of peace. It's a gift that was promised by the prophets in the Old Testament. We've heard one of those prophecies tonight in our service, and it was a gift that was proclaimed on that first Christmas night when the angels appeared to the shepherds and announced the birth of Jesus. But here's the big question tonight, and it could even be an uncomfortable question in the middle of our celebration in the middle of all of this beautiful singing of nice carols? Has the Lord actually delivered on His promise? More and more when it comes to Christmas shopping, we're opting to shop online. We do that in our house. There's a steady stream of vans coming up and down our driveway at all hours of the day and night at this time of the year. And you know what that's like. You browse, you click and buy, and then you wait. Sometimes you wait for a long time, especially over in this part of the world. And you can track your delivery, and eventually the item arrives. And sometimes we receive this item, we open up the packaging, we look, and we think, huh? that was not what that looked like online. That was not what they said they were going to send me. So that the consumer expert, Martin Lewis, one of his things that he's always saying is, when you buy something, you can reasonably expect to receive something as described. That's his big mantra, as described. But is the, the gift of peace that the Bible talks so much about is the peace that's announced on that first Christmas by the angels. Is it a gift that arrives as described? There are plenty of people who feel that God has failed in delivering on His promise of peace. They hear that phrase, peace on earth, and then they just use their own eyes. They look around at the world. They look at Ukraine. They look at their own lives, their family, 
their colleagues, their work situations, and they think, well, if there's peace on earth, I would love to see some signs of it. So that the band U2 sang a song, Peace on Earth, in which Bono said, peace on earth, I'm sick of sorrow, I'm sick of pain, I'm sick of hearing again and again that there's going to be peace on earth. And he continues, the words are sticking in my throat, peace on earth. Hear it every Christmas time, but hope and history won't rhyme, so what's it worth? This peace on earth. And many people feel this disconnect between what seems to be promised in God's Word and what we see going on around us in our lives and in this world. So, are the words of the angels on that first Christmas as wonderful and as nice as they are, are they simply empty words? And is this an empty promise? Well, it's amazing how much carols have influenced our view of Christmas. And if we're being really honest tonight, it's probably because we sing carols much more than we actually read God's Word for ourselves. So that as wonderful as many of the carols are, our view of Christmas and what it's all about is more influenced by them than by God's Word. So, a handy little tagline is, peace on earth. But is that what the angels announced? And is that what the Lord promised on that first Christmas? Well, let's take a look at what the angels actually announced to the shepherds that night in Luke's gospel, in Luke chapter 2, verse 14, as Claire read that for us just a while ago. And these are the precise words that the angels speak on earth, and listen to this bit, peace to men on whom God's favor rests. Or as the ESV puts it, another version of the Bible, peace among those with whom God is well pleased. You see, the first arrival of Jesus did not promise to and did not actually bring an end to all wars. We see wars continuing today. Jesus' arrival into the world, His first arrival, didn't stop strife and conflict between people within families and within nations. It hasn't overturned all injustice in the way that we would love it to. But be sure of this, because Scripture tells us that this is sure. Christ will be back. There will be that second coming of Jesus, and He will return to reign as a king who will put to an end all of these broken things in our world, including war. Now, the gift of that first Christmas is a special kind of peace. And be sure of this, it's a peace that is given to those who are God's people, so that it is a peace with God. And then as a result of that, it's a deep peace within. As we continue to live in what is a broken world, 
and it's a peace with one another. As when God occupies our life through His Son, Jesus, by the power of His Holy Spirit, He changes us so that we begin to show what it was like at creation and what it will be like again in the new creation when God makes all things new. The angel says that it is a peace that will come to those who please God. We need to hear that. This is not a peace that will be given to people who continue to rebel against God. People who fail to repent, to turn away from their sin and trust in His Son, Jesus. It's as simple as this. Only those who know Christ will know true peace. That's worth hearing again. And it's worth really thinking about tonight. Only those who know Christ will know true peace. And think about the, the peace that Christ brings. It's a peace with God because His sacrifice on the cross we're told in the Bible, ends the hostility between God and sinners. So that the Apostle Paul puts it like this in Romans chapter 5. He says at the start of that chapter, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And he continues, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son. That's the peace that we need most of all. And it's the peace that is found in Christ. Peace with God. And then it's deep peace within. Because when we find this peace with God, then we are changed by His Holy Spirit so that those who trust in Him are given a peace in this world. It's not a peace that stops us having problems, but it's a peace that we can know even as we live through the pain and the turmoil of this world. Jesus put it like this before His own death. He said to His disciples in John 14, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And you know, as a minister, as a pastor, I'm constantly struck by the way in which those who are believers in Christ display this peace in the turmoil of their lives. I have the privilege of meeting with people and spending time with people in the most painful and difficult of circumstances. And people who know Christ know this supernatural peace in the midst of what they're going through. It's incredible. And finally, it's a peace with each other. The incredible thing is that when we are reconciled to God through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us 
that then we are reconciled to one another as God's people. And if you stop and think about that, you should be amazed by that in the way that the Apostle Paul was. Paul marveled at this as he thought about Jews and Gentiles and how God had turned them into one people truly together in Christ. So that Paul talks about this in his letter to the Ephesians in chapter 2. He says to these Christians, for Jesus is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. And just think about what that means for those who are believers in Christ here in this church tonight. We are reconciled to one another. All hostility has been removed. Do we display that? Do we really show that to the world around us that is looking on? Peace is the most amazing gift wrapped up in the ultimate gift from God, His Son, the Lord Jesus. And in Scripture, that peace is often the culmination of all that God gives to His people. For example, the ironic blessing in the book of Numbers, and it ends, and give you peace. And Isaiah, we heard these words from David, told us of just how deep and incredible the peace that Jesus would bring would be. Listen to those words again. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we often look at that passage and we read it like a list. But actually, all of these are leading to the ultimate thing. They're all coming to the culmination, that title of Jesus as Prince of Peace, so that the guidance of the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth and points us to Jesus. Our eternal adoption by our Heavenly Father means that our relationship with Him is 100% secure. And because God is sovereign, then He is the one who is able to keep His promises so that Christ can truly be our Prince of Peace. Is this a peace you have? It's found in Christ alone. And you know, it isn't a peace that prevents us from experiencing the pain and the problems of this world. But it's a peace that enables us to endure them as our hearts and our minds are guarded by God's peace in Christ. Are you anxious? Are you depressed? Are you unsure? 
Are you sad? Are you sick? Are you full of grief? Come to Jesus, the Prince of Peace, and put your cares on his shoulders because he can carry them. Amen.